Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Previously, on My Dad Wrote a Porno. Unbeknown to the contestants, the club would immediately send them all to a charity organisation for distribution to its shops throughout Belgium. is the game it's a song we sing what is, is the, the game? game no one knows the game what, what is, is the game, game? where my clothes go what is the game that was my grandma's what <laughs> is the game I've only got about three minutes left with you Alphonse barked out a deep <laughs> cough making Belinda think he was going to exit this life and continue <laughs> <laughs> Porno Day. It's Monday, which means my dad wrote a porno is back. I'm Jamie. I'm here with Alice. Hello. I'm here with James. Hi. How's it going, guys? I'm top of the world. You've just been having a fucking good time. I've just been having a fucking great time since we last met. <laughs> In life. Not the rocky definition. I was going to say, have you been to a private members club? <laughs> uh, I use it very differently. You've been but... to a reading room. Oh man, what an app. <laughs> I also think she's going to be famous now because of those paps. I think we're going <laughs> to... Oh, Belinda's yeah. going to become infamous. Well, she be one name, you know, like a Cher, a Madonna. Yeah. Belinda. Precisely. On all the covers. Playboy, Tatler, you name she it. She wouldn't. She wouldn't do that. Are you joking? Oh, <laughs> no, you're right. Nuts, zoo. That's more her speed. She wouldn't even ask for the money. She'd be like, yeah, I'll do it for free. <laughs> I've already got the pictures, actually. I've just been waiting for an hour. Have you ever had a professional family photo shoot, though? When oh, we were kids, yeah. I yeah. haven't. Haven't you? But I am obsessed with oh them. We had one about 10 years ago. And one, at one point, we had to lie on the floor on our fronts <laughs> and tickle each other. <laughs> 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 to be fair, the photo came out quite nice, but it was fucking weird. Who did you have to tickle? Your sister, Who was your I mom? next to? Someone. My with, stepdad, I don't know. With you. <laughs> God. Oh, no. Poor bastard. James, this is a weird confession. With your hands or with a feather? <laughs> With, with your hands. It was prop like. With buttery fingertips. <laughs> Coming after you. Now, Jamie, I know that the Flintstones have these because when I did my tour of the pavilion... <laughs> did you see the black and white? I saw them all. Yeah. You've got many. There's a lot of photographs in my parents' house. Oh, what, professional shoots? The black and a white range, professional yeah. shoot is one of my favourites, actually. What, what, what is it? My sister's like on top of me because we also had to lie on the floor. Excuse me? Yeah, she kind of was lying on top of me. It's weird. Some of the arrangements were unorthodox, mm. but I presumed that Rocky had arranged those himself. <laughs> These photographers just haven't taken a picture before. <laughs> you're like, because you're such a big family as well, mm. you're like a, a touring theatre troupe. <laughs> it's like your press shop for a tour. We must have looked really awful in ours as well, because I remember they came through and they were all in black and white. No, I think that's what they do. Oh, right, yeah. sure. 
Unless ours looks shit as well. <laughs> Everybody looks better in BMW, though, don't they? No, seriously, they just like sepia <laughs> the shit out to that. I'm like, grayscale that to fuck, please. So, what's this week's chapter called? I can't remember if I told you. This week's chapter is Yorkshire. Yes, you did. God's own country. Oh, that's it. God's own country, exactly. Maybe Ken Dewsbury's shining moment at last. Oh, finally. We all met in Yorkshire. We did indeed. We did. There you Leeds. go. Also, interesting fact, my mum and dad's first house together as a couple was on the next road from my first house I had in Leeds. That's so weird. Did you know that before you went and moved no. to the house? I don't know if that's that weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's when people go, oh my God, my, my birthday's the 13th of June. And people go, that's so weird. Mine's the 13th of August. That's so strange. <laughs> or like, that's so odd. My brother's is the 12th of June. Okay, cool. Yeah. So interesting fact is maybe overstating it, but it's definitely a fact. Oh my God, we're going back to Leeds. Slash Yorkshire. Yeah, back to Yorkshire. Oh, can't wait to hear your Yorkshire accent. <laughs> You've heard it already. I've heard it. Man the pants, man the pants. If you're unfamiliar with that reference, it was from our Christmas special. Oh yeah, which is available now on ACAS Plus. Plug. It's Christmas somewhere in the world, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's delve in. Belinda Blinked 3, Chapter 9. Yorkshire. <laughs> Alphonse had left around two-ish in the morning, saying he had an early flight to Ireland, where they were intending to source an independent manufacturer of high-quality butter. (laughs) (laughs) What's he do again? I thought he was in pots and pans. He's in sales. For sales. He's kitchens, isn't he? Kitchen wares? <laughs> he's a bit of everything. Hasn't he got like 300 outlets? Oh, that was it. Very yes. vague. Yeah. Oh, so he sells more than just pots and pans. Well, it's clearly, like... apparently things that need butter. <laughs> Irish butter. Butter. We've got your butter, we've got your bread. <laughs> Which is the envy of the world, Irish butter, but still. Oh, isn't it good? Oh, lovely. <gasps> As a result, Belinda was left aboard the flight alone. How she longed for Hazel. And a tumble in B2. Surprised Hazel's not there. She flies every other bloody flight in the world. I know. Either as a passenger or genuinely as a co-pilot. Ken Dewsbury waited dutifully at Leeds Bradford Airport arrivals for his boss. I never think of her as their boss. I know. Because the lines have been so blurred, I forget that there's an actual hierarchy sometimes. Mm. Ken saw her before she saw him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he thought once again... What a magnificent, magnificent creature pair of she was. No, James. Oh, sorry. And he thought once again, what a magnificent creature she was. You don't want to be called a creature, do you? Oh, You're such a beautiful creature. Hi, Ken. Hi, Bobby. Remember that? <laughs> oh, God. Remember that, Barbie girl. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm a pats and pans girl. <laughs> I really wonder what was happening then. I was like, this rings a bell. Hi, Ken. Hi, Bobby. (laughs) Hi, Ken, shouted Belinda. Tell me more about this little problem with our biggest UK customer. Dun, dun, dun. No context. (laughs) Say hi first. A little problem. (laughs) Don't ask me how I am. Ken nodded sheepishly. He was grateful for the boss's help. He was in deep water and he didn't know what to do. What's happened? Never mind where to go. (laughs) <laughs> well, out of arrivals, I imagine. Baby steps, Ken. Follow the exit signs. <laughs> it's all very well labelled. 
Um, are we aware of what this situation is? Who is their biggest UK customer? Maybe we haven't met them yet. Not Peter. He's Dutch. He's Dutch. Not Alphonse. He's Belge. Yeah. We haven't met a UK supplier yet, I don't think. <laughs> Which is odd, isn't it? Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. It's taken us to book three. Have we not? No, no one at the barbecue? Well, I guess Steels isn't a retailer. No, they're the manufacturer, famously. Have <laughs> uh, <laughs> you been reading this? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm doing my best to learn business from this thing. Nice of you to join us, Jamie. <laughs> Why we're trying to make sense of this business empire, I do not know. He wasn't built for confrontation with the famously combative distribution supervisor and trade union boss, Andy Milston. Oh, oh yes! <laughs> of Shakespeare retail stores. Oh, for God's sake. Shakespeare, really? Very British. So British. The most British of all the suppliers. Andy Milston. I'm so into Andy. You know he's going to be such a fucking ball breaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trade union boss. Oh, Famously formidable. Mm. Mm. He won't stand for all this shagging around. No. Do you not think? Willy-nilly. He will get the job done. But maybe he'll get the job done... The hand job done. Precisely. He wasn't built for confrontation with the famously combative distribution supervisor and trade union boss, Andy Milston, of Shakespeare Retail Stores. I still don't understand where Andy sits in the scheme of things. <laughs> I don't understand how he's like the head of the union and has his own company. Like, what? Like, am I being really stupid? Like, but like, it's like conflict of interest. <laughs> like, if he's the head of the union, but also, <laughs> I've got to fight for your rights. Hang on, work longer hours. In my factory, anyway. It's got a dual personality. <laughs> Cheaper wages. What are you talking about? <laughs> Andy, you're being far too harsh on them. Shut up, Andy. <laughs> We're protesting. I've got overheads over here. You're a scab. We need you in eight tomorrow. You can think again. <laughs> they entered the massive distribution centre, unsure of where to find Milson's office, as Ken had only previously called him in Worksop where the company's head office was based. Sorry, so they didn't know where to find him because he'd only ever made a phone call to a different office. <laughs> Whose head office is it? Shakespeare's head office will be in Worksop. Oh, and the distribution centre's in Yorkshire. Absolutely. So they didn't know where his office was because they'd never been to even the one in Worksop. They just called the one in Worksop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I can't find his office because I've only ever made a call to a different building. <laughs> Great. I've got a headache. <laughs> a canteen was opposite them, and Belinda went to ask where Mr Milston's whereabouts was. The Finnish tea lady. Finnish. Finnish oh. or Finnish? <laughs> Finnish. How can you be Finnish? How can you be tallish? How can you be smallish? Isn't Finnish just slim? Yes. Slimish, yeah. <laughs> she's too thin to be slim, but she's too slim to be thin. So she's Finnish. <laughs> Makes total sense. Thank you for clearing it up. Oh my God. Our first ish of the chapter. Brilliant. The Finnish tea lady, called Ethel, pointed up some fire escape-like stairs and said... And said, double and said. Oh, it is Two double. and said. Yeah. yeah. And said, and said. <laughs> I say, I say. I said, I said. Good luck, lass. You'll need it. Belinda said thanks. Wondering what she meant about the luck part of her answer. <laughs> <laughs> the well, only part of her answer. You would. But her information was good. And Belinda... <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? It was one instruction. She just pointed up some stairs. The CIA. The information was good. <laughs> We're in. Ethel's a fantastic lead. Our intel is top notch. But her information was good, and Belinda soon found Milston's office. There are two full stops. I think Dad got very erratic during this. Show. I said, I said, full stop, full stop. <laughs> just copying and pasting by accident. <laughs> 
Ken knocked on the door and they entered. <laughs> what, they just knocked and went in? I'd be like, yeah, you knocked, polite, but don't, don't just open the door. That's what parents do, don't they, to teenagers. I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Giving no warning yeah, at all. Yeah, on purpose. Mr. Milston, sir, I have pleasure of introducing my boss, Belinda Blumenthal. Boss, Mr. Andy Milston. A big red. <laughs> oh, what? God. Throbbing? Round-faced man. Oh, sure. Got up from the desk he was sitting behind and came forward with an outstretched hand. He was about 60-ish, bald, with a largish beer belly. <laughs> so many ishes. You know ish in hip-hop means shit. This book is full of ish. <laughs> is it? Ish? Yeah. I didn't know you were such a hip-hop queen. Well, there's a lot you don't know about me. <laughs> she, do, she does love rap, though, doesn't she? Like, we'll come around often and she'll be like, put that childish Gambino on. He's <laughs> a very talented artist. Who doesn't love him, yeah. Yeah, who doesn't love oh, him? Oh, yeah, I mean, I love him too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fourth favourite song? Well, it's in between all the, uh, you know, uh, Kendrick Lamar I listen to. And sure. The, the Kanye. <laughs> You're talking ish. He was about 60-ish, bald, with a largish beer belly and well-trimmed fingernails. What are you talking about? What? She focuses on all the fucking weirdest things. <laughs> well-trimmed? You'd notice if they were, like, raggedy and long. Why would yeah. you notice that they were well-trimmed? Maybe she's thinking, if that's well-trimmed, other things about them are well-trimmed. Hmm, I don't know. It's not that, don't, that doesn't correlate, necessarily. <laughs> or maybe you're thinking they're well-trimmed, like... If they went somewhere, that would be fine by me. Yeah, safe. He thought himself a bit of a dandy when it came to women. A dandy? (laughs) What is a dandy? (laughs) A very, very flamboyant man from the 1800s. (laughs) And and quite camp. It wasn't Byron and Oscar Wilde, aren't they dandies? Sure, he doesn't sound like what I imagine a dandy to be. (laughs) Big, fat, red... Don't they wear like flouncy blouses and things? (laughs) But luckily he's got very well trimmed fingernails, so he's all good. That's textbook dandy, actually. (laughs) Pleased to meet thee, Belinda. (laughs) Pleased to meet thee, Belinda. It's three A's on the Belinda there. Sit thee down, please, Ken. (laughs) For God's (laughs) sake. Andy is my fave. Ken, big titties Matilda at head office. (laughs) Trade union boss Andy Milston. (laughs) Oh my God, it might as well be the 1800s. (laughs) This fucking everyday sexism. Such a dandy. Big titty Matilda. Big titty Tilda, was it? (laughs) Ken, big titties Matilda at head office wants to talk to you on phone about some wrong invoices. Ken shook his head. More bloody wrong invoices. I swear to God, I spend more time with that woman than I do my own wife. <laughs> but hang on, Ken. If there's wrong invoices, surely you're doing the invoices wrong. It's like, not more wrong invoices. It's like, yeah, do an invoice right. Belinda blinked. What, just at the sheer chauvinism of it all? That was the first reference Ken Dewsbury had ever made to being married. Oh. Does that matter? Whatever next, she thought. Because he's so not a catch. Is that what she thinks? She's like, well, if Ken Dewsbury's married, chance for us all. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe the fact that he's just a bit of a lech and he shouldn't be married with that sort of attitude. As Ken left the room to take the call, Belinda noticed the whole office wall was a sheet of glass, looking into the busy canteen, full of lorry drivers in dirty blue overalls. A window. 
a window. <laughs> Why are the lorry drivers wearing dirty overalls? Oh, yeah, good point. It's clean work driving a lorry. Yeah. Famously. <laughs> lorry drivers, though. What? They've got a reputation for, like, kinky sex stuff. Do they? Do they? There was a documentary on Channel 4 called Dogging Tales. Right. Which James immediately Sky Plus. And apparently... This Sky Plus is rancid. Honestly. <laughs> the Snoopers chart will have a field day with his... Oh, my God. It's pure dark web. Oh, my God. Is it too late to clear my browsing history? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, 70% of lorry drivers go dogging. What? It's absolutely outrageous. <laughs> according, to this, according to this documentary... 70%? 70% of lorry drivers. <laughs> but I bet some lorry drivers listen to the show, so... Uh, naughty, naughty! <laughs> <laughs> or... Apologies from all of us. <laughs> I mean, naughty, naughty, but also each their own. You go enjoy your dogging. Um, but oh, just... sure. But it is illegal. Is it? Yeah. Dogging's illegal. Well, you're opening yourself up to a litany of charges there. You've got indecent exposure, public lewdness, gross indecency. How do you know all these laws so specifically? <laughs> Sounds like Belinda's CV. I, I used to be a lorry driver. <laughs> The whole office wall was a sheet of glass, looking into the busy canteen full of lorry drivers in dirty blue overalls. This must be how he controls his workforce, she thought, as a wicked idea flashed across her brain. What must be how they control them? Having a canteen? Looking at a window. Them. How can you control somebody when... What? Just like wave your hands like, no! I guess Stop it's it. like George Orwell, you know, the all-seeing eye, I'm always watching you. So people feel like they must step into line. Exactly, at least when they eat. Again, he's a trade union boss. What's with these, like, strict laws? Well, this is actually not really him in his trade union role. This is very much his distribution hat <laughs> that he's wearing. Distribution supervisor, James. Completely different remit. <laughs> Please don't confuse the two. Now then, Miss Blumenthal. Steals pots and pans. Have a problem with treating us lorry driver folk with respect and not ignoring us. Mm, so does James. With all of his stats about them. <laughs> Barked Mr Milston. Doggy. <laughs> there you go. Belinda blinked once more. That was a very throwaway blink. What had Ken let happen? She always respected distribution people. <laughs> they could make or break a supplier's sales to any company if they felt they weren't being treated fairly. It's true. Belinda had made the decision back on the plane to travel thongless throughout Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Sorry. <laughs> throughout Yorkshire. Belinda had made the decision back on the plane to travel thongless throughout Yorkshire. <laughs> Why? And she secretly thanked the Norse gods that she had. Oh, for God's sake. Why would you make that decision? Like, why would that be such an important, like, part of your thinking? Your thought process. I'm going to go thongless throughout the county of throughout Yorkshire. Throughout Yorkshire. If I cross over into Lancashire, thong back on. Full on, full on bloomers. Oh, my God. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. 
Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash my dad. Belinda moved her legs apart and quietly hitched her skirt upwards, making sure Andy could see directly in it. In it! <laughs> <laughs> Look at it! Look it in the eye! <laughs> Face your fears, Andy. It's not a puddle. It was his office and he was the union. So he slightly moved his chair to get a better view. What? Is he pulling rank? I guess, yeah. Like, it's he's the boss around here, so he can have a look at Avenge. Well, she's showing him on purpose, so <laughs> it's not like... Oh. Andy could now see the top of her pale thighs. <laughs> but couldn't... <laughs> Sorry. James is sick in his mouth. Pale thighs, is that a tan line? <laughs> Andy could now see the top of her pale thighs, but couldn't see any signs of underwear. He continued. To look. Boy, <laughs> slowly moving his eyes up her legs. No, no, no. He continued. Oh. Now then, do you realise this is the first time your Mr. Dewsbury has set foot in this depot? Andy looked up her legs again. Good God, he thought to himself. She's come to meet him bareback. It's <laughs> not bareback. Commando, he means commando. It's not where bareback is. Why would Belinda be wearing... A condom. <laughs> a femidom. Oh my God, she's not got a dental dam on. <laughs> oh, bless him. Bareback. Barebum is what he means. Good God, he thought to himself. She's come to me meeting bareback. Well, I never. <laughs> Andy immediately... Came in his pants. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. Sorry. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Well, at least I know the threshold. Andy immediately forgot his increasing rant and wasn't at all put out about Belinda's state of undress. But he'd been flummoxed and didn't know how to capitalise further on it. Well, Does this make any sense? No. As I'm reading it, I'm like, this is such weird logic. Maybe he's got half a brain as trade union, half a brain as distribution supervisor. I honestly stopped listening after Ethel left. Like, what is <laughs> happening? You're just wondering what <laughs> Ethel's doing in the kitchen. Well, her information was good. What, um, what soup of the day? You get a lovely crusty roll with that. Oh, lovely. Lovely bloomer. Irish butter. (laughs) So he was in the middle of a rant about Ken never coming to the distribution centre. The depot, yeah. And then (laughs) he saw right inside Belinda. (laughs) Andy racked his brains and came up with a quick strategy. (laughs) Let me guess, this strategy is going to be shit. Can't have the blouse chafing those delicate nipples now, can we? 
This is his strategy. Genius. He said. Belinda dutifully opened her blouse and unclasped her skimpy string bra. String? (laughs) Like a string vest. (laughs) String bra? It's made of threads. It's loose, loose cottons. Good God. What magnificently well-formed titties you have, Belinda. (laughs) Stop saying titties, Andy. It's not the 1950s. (laughs) She's going to have a new nickname. Tits Belinda. Titties is so great, isn't it? (laughs) He took them firmly in both of his hands and felt their dead weight. Oh my god, dead weight is so offensive. <laughs> dead titty weight. Dead titty load. Oh my god, they're like dumbbells. You know, like in Roadrunner cartoons when they've got those like <laughs> weights, yeah. Oh. He moved them to the right and then to the left. <laughs> Slam it to the left. If you're having a good time. Titty to the right. <laughs> if you know that you feel fine. Watching how they always bounced back to their original position. Like one of those executive toys. Yeah. You know, the little ball bearings on the (laughs) string, just swinging them left and right. He sadly thought about his missus. She hardly ever took hers out very often these days. Even for a little walk? Wonder bloody why. Yeah, it sounds like you're an awful man. (laughs) Big red, big fat man with a big red face. (laughs) Huge big fat dandy. I'd hide my titties too. God, his poor wife. (laughs) Oh, what an awful life. (laughs) I bet she's dead timid as well. Oh, man. Probably Ethel. I bet it is Ethel. (laughs) (laughs) Why would it be Ethel? (laughs) He's got spies everywhere. Oh, my God. Years of self-control melted with his continued handling of Belinda's tits. And Andy Milston... Followed through. What does it mean? (laughs) What what does it mean? Years of self-control. Years of self-control against incontinence. (laughs) No, years of self-control melted with his continued handling of Belinda's tits. And Andy Milston... Trade union boss of the TGWU union <laughs> broke his own rules. TGWU doesn't the U normally stand for union? The TGWU union. Oh God! The union union and and said and said. Oh. Full stop. Full stop. Oh, uh, why is this so good? Uh, oh God. He touched Belinda's now completely exposed clitoris and started to massage it, crudely, as he was, by his own admission, no expert. And by his wife's admission, I'd imagine. <laughs> but this, if talking about the years of self-control, maybe this is his first indiscretion. Yeah, well, that's what I think. Yeah, I think he's been a really oh. upstanding guy his whole career slash life, and now... Belinda's breasts are just... Too much. They've melted him. An upstanding member of the community. Let's get a little testimonial from Matilda, shall we, about whether he's an upstanding member of the company. Old Tits McGee, or whatever she's called. That's right, Belinda thought. Fall under my businesswoman's spell. (laughs) My businesswoman's spell. 
It's not a thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just not a thing. I mean, it goes without saying, but it's not a thing. What, a businesswoman spell? A businesswoman spell. You must have been under a businesswoman spell. Andy massaged the little nub of oily skin. Oily? Uh, what, uh, the clitoris? Uh, nub of oily uh, skin. Is that what it is? No. Oh, God. Oily? And enjoyed Belinda getting wetter and wetter, licking his fingers the odd time or two. Time or two? Time or two. Licking his fingers. So he's like, you know, fingering it and then having a little slurp every now and then. Oh, he needs a napkin. Or like trying to enhance it with a bit of... His own Oh, do you think? A bit of lubrication. Which I think is like desperately offensive. Well, it's very oily, so... Oh yeah, oil and water don't mix. (laughs) Go just straight to the top. (laughs) It's going to separate right out. Belinda realised she was going to get no release from him. But she needed him satisfied, no matter how much she yearned for his cock up her. <laughs> cock up her. Is that a breed of do, dog? Do they... <laughs> oh, come pet my cock up her. <laughs> Is that what you say then when you're up north? Did you sleep with her? Yeah, cock up her. <laughs> Andy started to concentrate big time on her tits. Big time. I, big hate, time. I hate big time. Big time. Big time, big time. Big time, Andy. Dad says big time all the time. Oh, is that another one? Like Jussian? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just hoping he stops writing. Just saying has evolved, hasn't it? Mm. It's now just whatever the tweet was about initially. I like just humming. <laughs> just humming. It's genius. Andy started to concentrate big time on her tits. Sucking them, rolling his fingers up and down her extending nipples, pulling them and eating them as best he could. He was like a horny pig in muck. (laughs) He sounds like he looks like a pig. (laughs) A pig with a huge hat with a feather in it. (laughs) Such a dandy. Pig with a (laughs) moustache. Pig with a cigarillo. Pig wearing a winkle finger. Pig penning poetry on the moors. <laughs> oh my oh, god. god. Pig in a hat with a feather in it. <laughs> he was like a horny pig in muck. My god, Belinda. You're so receptive. Well, she's not, because she's not finding it pleasurable at all. Sounds like she just sat there. That was his last words for a good half hour. What? Where did he go? Where was his mouth? <laughs> As he manfully brought Belinda to a fake climax every few minutes. (laughs) She's like, if I'm going to fake it once, I might as well fake it 150 times. Now using his fingers, tongue, lips and nose. Nose! (laughs) It's all snout! Snout! (laughs) It could hunt out a truffle. (laughs) Oh, God. Snuffling her truffle. Oh, good God. Oh, God. We've actually gone delirious. Never once did he remove any of his clothes. And more importantly, never once did he remove his cock from his stained and straining dirty blue overalls. Do you think he tried to and Melinda was like, no, 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 keep it on, it's sexier. Leave leave everything on. Maybe put an extra cloak on. Maybe a bag over your pig's head. (laughs) Why is he wearing overalls? Why is everybody wearing overalls? He's a man of the people. He's a trade union boss. Okay, fine. K 
Can everyone see in to what they're doing? Yes, yeah. famously. Yeah, <laughs> famously. <laughs> Including Ethel. Ethel. Oh God. oh, God, Ethel slipped on the soup. The wife. Okay, Ethel's not his wife. No, true, yeah. Oh, James. Belinda smiled as she watched all the lorry drivers gawp at her from the canteen. Unbeknown to the very busy Andy Milston TGWU chief. <laughs> she could give the Home Secretary some tips, she mused. I tried to think who was Home Secretary when this was written. <laughs> Theresa May. It would have been Theresa May. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Home Secretary and Andy Milston getting it on. <laughs> oh, God. But as a man of self-control, eventually Milston's true nature kicked in. What was he going to be like? What the hell am I doing? He sucked Belinda's tits for another two minutes, then slowly but sadly... Helped her to dress. Is this his dual personality kicking in? It yeah. definitely is. Oh, this is amazing. Andy, what are you doing? Stop it. You've got a wife. <laughs> Suck at it for two more minutes. No, I won't. Belinda, firstly, thank you. And secondly, can I have a small memento to remind me of your visit? Oh, uh. what's he want? Why, certainly, Andy. I think I've got a couple of company pens in my briefcase. That's definitely what he meant. (laughs) Replied a curious Belinda. That briefcase. I mean, shout out to the briefcase. Because that briefcase goes everywhere with her. Through thick and thin. Honestly, it's seen the wars, hasn't it? Please don't think me silly. Or come to that soft. But I'd like that there string bra. (sighs) And a lock of your hair. I feel like he's a right creepy bastard. Belinda laughed. That's not silly, Andy. It's a compliment. <laughs> Take it. Now. <laughs> Take it now. Right now. Take it right now. Belinda threw the bit of black material to Andy, who definitely caught it. Definitely. Drew. Definitely. Smelt her sweat on it and quickly stuffed it into his overall pocket, almost afraid Belinda might change her mind and give him the pens. <laughs> he doesn't want those pens, <laughs> he does he? He doesn't want those pens. You can have them as well. It's not in substitute of... <laughs> You've never done out a free pen, James. No, seriously, I'm always out of pens. Where do the pens go? <laughs> Where do the pens go? Thanks, Belinda, said Andy. I owe thee dinner sometime or whatever, he finished lamely. Whoa, romantic. Andy, don't be concerned. You do a great job for us. You know that. Just keep up the good work. Andy smiled. Nice of you to appreciate us at last, Belinda. What? That's problem solved. (laughs) That 30 minutes of shit sex and all the issues out the window. I think it's great. I think it just shows that like, sometimes you need to approach a problem a different way and, you know, traditional means of crisis management don't always work. No. You know? These are business tips according to Rocky Flintstone. Note them down. This is free advice, people. <laughs> Leaving the office, Belinda caught the eye of a gobsmacked Ken Dewsbury. Where was he? He was stood to the side, no? No, he was with big titties Matilda. Oh, he was calling her, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. As she passed him and all the workforce, she said... I don't think you'll be having any problems, Ken, with this lot from now on. As Belinda jumped into his car. Into his car? Which is, we presume, parked in the canteen. (laughs) Stole his car. (laughs) Well, she hasn't got her own one anymore, has she? No, jumped in Ken's car. And Ken's going to give her a lift, we presume, back to departures. Well, there were still three hours left before Belinda's flight. And Ken suggested she have a refreshing shower. Before her departure, finally. 
She'll bathe. This is amazing. Three books in. She she has had washers before, but never like a shower on her own. The chocolate fountain does not class as a wash. And she's just been licked up head to toe by fucking Andy Milston. What's your point? <laughs> she needs a wash. Sounds like a wet wipe job to me. People get really concerned about this. This is a thing that comes up time and time again. When will she wash? When will she wash? Mm. She was hosed down, to be fair, a couple of times in book, was it but one? Yeah, by the Duchess, that's true. And they, and they shared a little sexy shower as well. Yeah, she was literally scrubbed with a brush, then had a shower within mm. like 10 minutes. That was to get the mud off, though, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there was a reason. There was a reason. She couldn't really escape the shower. So this must be why she's going to go with the shower this time, cause chalk. There were still three hours left before Belinda's flight, and Ken suggested she have a refreshing shower before her departure. Belinda agreed, and Ken drove back to the outskirts of Leeds. It was in the students' district near Headingley Cricket Ground. Oh my god. That's where Mum and Dad's house was. Where he turned the diesel Audi down a narrow back street and parked outside a row of old terraced houses. (gasps) You lived in, used to live in a terrace house in Leeds. I did. It was lovely. In Headingley too. Yeah. I own these, he said proudly. The full terrace? Been in the family for over a hundred years. Belinda. Blink. <laughs> and that is the end what? of the chapter. <laughs> what a boring end. What a boring end. <laughs> It could have ended on such a high. <laughs> yeah, he could have deleted those last couple of sentences. I mean, he's Rocky Flintstone. Over a hundred years, which is what it feels like we've been reading these books for. <laughs> Hang on, is it relevant anyway? Does, like, what's the next chapter called? The next chapter is called Ken Dewsbury's Cellar. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cellar? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Well... <laughs> I need a shower. <laughs> yes, I think we all need a shower. Um, that's been our little tour of Yorkshire and all things trade unions. <laughs> that's been our little tour of the mad goings on of Rocky's mind. <laughs> nice for Elise to get a little shout out, though. Yeah. Takes me back. Definitely. We d- I mean, we did used to hang out in this area. Maybe we've even been in this cellar that we're going to find out about. This could be my old house, Add a Cellar. Did it? Did it? Yeah. You had a cellar at uni, posh. That big house. Oh, that, yeah. You had an amazing house. Good, yeah, your it? house is the best. It's the nicest house I'll ever live in. Yeah, honestly. All right, you're sat in my house right now. At least pretend. <laughs> should we say where it was so people can put a blue plaque on it? They probably should, shouldn't they? Regent's uh, Park Terrace. Yeah, Regent's Park Terrace. That's where Alice lived. Yeah. If you want to go and have a pilgrimage there. Wonderful times. Pay your respects. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be many corrections this week about trade unions, oh, jogging. Yeah. <laughs> Lorry drivers and their habits. Pigs, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so you can get in touch on Twitter at Dad Wrote a Porno. Instagram at My Dad Wrote A. Or you could email us if you wanted. My Dad Wrote a Porno at gmail.com. Don't forget to visit our website, mydadwroteaporno.com, where you can find loads of merchandise, live tour dates, all of that stuff. And you can even buy Belinda Blink 3. Rocky's actual book. You can go get that in yeah. e-form. It's like 3p. Do him a favour. <laughs> that much? <laughs> he pays you 3p. <laughs> Brilliant. So, until next week. Until next week. Until next week. <laughs> Until next week. Until next week. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.